Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This this shit isn't easy, uh-huh. you know? I mean, I'll be real with you. It, uh, yeah. it, it comes at a lot of dark times in terms of just powering through the struggles, the trials, and the tribulations. And uh, there was a lot of times where I felt like, yo, this really isn't isn't working out you know mm. just um just because i feel like i've been doing this for so long and i want so much for myself and i i tend to be very hard on myself and until that moment real shit like i hadn't felt that good about music until that moment that we did that song and that's what sort of like re-energized me to to do this project with quake and to really get out there and and just take the bull by the horns and really control my own destiny. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? It's classified. This is Mocha Only. This is Sean Price. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. This is Quake Matthews. What's up, my brother Ali? Fight Diggy, Tribe Called Quest. Eloquent, man. What up, Styles Peter Ghost. This is Absol. This is KO. And you listening to the Come Up Show where that feel good music lives. Hey. This is show that you come up on. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chero and I'm the host and founder of the Come Up Show. And my guests today are The Search, which consists of Keo Govera and Quake Matthews. And I know these guys for years have been supporting them and they've worked a bunch of times together. Their first project together, their first album together was released in 2010, which was self-titled The Search. And they felt like they owed it to their fans to work together on another album. And this album that just came out is called Lost and Found. It's out right now. And if you're on the East Coast in Canada when you're listening to this, you might be lucky. Make sure you go check them out. Uh, their tour dates on wearethesearch.com. They're on a Canadian tour and taking the album. And there's a little treat for you guys at the end of this interview. A little treat from KO Unquake. Make sure you tune into the full interview. And yo, as my podcast editor, Randall, said, yo, he said this is one of the best interviews that he's heard that he's edited for me in the Come Up Show. So I'm excited for you guys to take it in this interview. KO and Quake, the search on the Come Up Show. Let's go! Please introduce yourselves. What's going on? Quake Matthews, one half of the search. Hello. <laughs> so dope, one half of the search. I go by the name of KO Guevara, Lucia Lodge. One half of the search. Oh, yeah. In search of a dream. Oh, that man. Yeah. And I pray I never wake up. Yeah. I pray, I pray, I pray. Oh, Lord, I pray I never wake up. Yeah. I pray, I pray, I pray. Oh, Lord, I pray. Welcome, guys, to the Come Up Show. Yes, thanks Thank for you, having me. Bro, us. this is dope. This is a nice new little. Uh, location we got i feel like we're on the breakfast club right now <laughs> on the breakfast club yeah, yeah man but the way quake is talking right now looks like there's gonna be the drink champs today or something yes <laughs> yes yes yes. funny enough man I, we were gonna bring a bottle and really like do it up like that well we thought it was late a later interview it's a yeah. bit early in the day yeah. now i would have still been down but ko <laughs> bitched out so i guess we're just sober for today it's all good so it's how's good. it going man you guys have been on tour like uh what cities have you hit up so far how's the ride uh so far we went to edmonton the first night then calgary then I believe we had a day off, and then we went to Medicine Hat. Medicine Hat. Yes. So, I mean, everything's been good so far, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edmonton and Calgary were super live. Uh, great turnouts. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was struggling. I had the flu. I thought I was going to perish. I was <laughs> wow. I was that contemplating sucks. getting euthanized um, halfway Whoa. through. But that's, uh, that's is that that's because that's illegal now or something? Uh, I, don't, or I don't know. Assist, assisted suicide. I don't know. We, 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 I don't know, man. Uh, or a suicide by rough, cop. Man. I don't know. I was I was thinking of my options, weighing them out. But I uh, I made it through. And uh, yeah, I'm glad I did because now I'm feeling much better, man. Yeah, so everything went well. Um, the third show was kind of interesting, KO, if to you want to speak least. on yeah. that. <laughs> you would talk about that, definitely, because yeah. I'm also interested because uh, for the people who maybe are in Ontario and they've never left, like what the Midwest of Canada is like, yeah. what the East Coast is like, I, I love to get that picture of what, what it's like. So Medicine Hat you're talking about right medicine now? Hat. <laughs> <laughs> medicine Hat. Medicine Hat. Medicine Hat. That name is pretty unique for a city, for it's, a town. Man, how do we even begin? And there's always these stories, like I've noticed when I'm even going to school in London, because yeah. London is a college <laughs> town, and the kids who would be from the smallest towns you've never heard usually yeah. are the craziest ones oh, yeah. because they have absolutely nothing to do in these nothing small else. towns, yeah. and they do the craziest stuff. Straight so up. go ahead. What's the story? Um, all right. So all first, right. I'll start <laughs> off with like, so basically like a lot of these shows are like, a true testament to like power to the people. We the way we put these shows on mm -hmm. is the artists in the city, they come together and they've been able to like pretty much put the show on themselves by coming up with a deposit to get us out there mm -hmm. and then sell the tickets to make the show pop off. Mm -hmm. So shout out to everybody in Edmonton, everybody in Calgary, everybody in, Med in Medicine Hat that made that happen. So the show we had on Medicine Hat was on a Sunday and it was raining the whole day and school had just started. So mm -hmm. we really didn't know what to expect, right? So anyway, mm -hmm. we drove our three-hour drive to Medicine Hat, get there. It's a nice venue. It's a big venue. The stage is dope. The lights are dope. But there are 16 people there. Mm -hmm. So we're like, well... <laughs> shit what do we do <laughs> you know what I mean but yeah. it's like I mean we try to be professional about it so we're like you know whether it's 16 people or 1600 people we're gonna do the show Yeah, comes time to get on stage and do the show mm -hmm. um, no one there knows what they're doing with the sound no one knows wow. how to take care of the sound so wow. there's a DJ there playing playing music you yeah. know what I mean but when it's time for us to get up there and do our thing no one knows so like you know that thing that happens when like a DJ is on the mic and every time he talks the music sort of lows right mm -hmm. that was happening during our shit and we didn't no one knew how to fix it I was getting livid I was pissed I was like <laughs> what is going on how is there no one here I was ready to jump back in the car and just go to the airport uh, I was yeah. pissed bro mm -hmm. and I don't get pissed very often like I'm yeah. a, You're I'm very, a chill uh, dude you grateful know? dude yeah. appreciative guy and um Man, it came to the point where we were trying to figure this shit out. We couldn't find the DJ nowhere. He went outside for a smoke. When he came back and we were like, yo, like, do something, he packed his shit up and he left, bro. DJ <laughs> Jeff. KO was yelling at him too much. He was, <laughs> DJ Jeff was fragile, man. You DJ couldn't... Jeff walked out, fam. So then we're there and we try to figure this shit out. And man, Quake, God bless you, bro. You were the one who pulled through with this. You were the one who was like, yo, <laughs> peace and love. Akuna Matata, let's do this shit. Well, I was um, having so much fun. He f he failed to mention KO had a big uh, 
bottle. I don't know what they call it out here. It's a quart of rum in Scotia. We call it a quart. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like, we might as well just drink this whole bottle and just have <laughs> the funnest time. So of we were our just lives. taking shots back. But I think Kale, having a good Kale, time. I think turned into the angry drunk, <laughs> and I was the happy drunk. I was like, man, it's all good. Let's just chill out. <laughs> we literally like switched places for that time. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, like, yeah, like he said, like when we started, it's like, all right, introducing the search. So then when we come out and when you spit the first bar, like as soon as you would like speak on the mic the beat would cut off and then it would cut back in off beat it was like the talk back button or something i don't know mm. so then we figured out if you like whisper into the mic kind of like if your voice <laughs> if your voice doesn't get to a certain That's level crazy. the beat won't cut out yeah so we're like smoking <laughs> so like the first Real two shit. songs we did like that i'm like there's gotta be a better way and then the guys like there's like a guy who put on the show. I think he's a big fan. God bless him. He yeah, tried he's to, the one who put this shit out. He tried Shout to, out to um, figure James out. He had, his, he had his flashlight over there, and he was trying. And then all of a sudden, he hit this button. I don't know what happened. And I started yelling a little bit more, and then it was working, and it was working. And then all of a sudden, the set, uh, everything sounded good, and we probably gave like the best performance of the tour because so far, we, sure. we we haven't had time how to does re- that make sense because we haven't had time when to you're re- pissed off and everything yeah i don't know man emotions we haven't- were high it was yeah. just like man everything just kind of worked out quake was even giving like a little like comedy skit in be like in between as the they're trying to, to fix it, it all my jokes improvising my jokes were, my jokes were landing bro man landing man but Hitting. you know what we figured it out and yeah we ended up giving like one of the best performances on the tour so it's like we definitely turned that negative into a positive and mm. them 16 people that were there man like we made sure that we gave them a night that they'd remember forever wow. and we'll remember forever too. yeah and this is a moment that's the yeah. silver lining you're gonna remember this moment this yeah. show medicine hat yeah and it's funny too medicine. man because like the, the shows all the shows so far have been dope we've almost sold out all of them yeah and this is all just like straight independently through the people in the city that are bringing us out there you yeah. know so um but it's funny that medicine hat is the one that really sticks out because of all the fucked up shit that happened <laughs> <laughs> shout out to dj jeff that's shit. amazing man he just left <laughs> yeah, straight yes. up just packed the shit and left bro <laughs> he had I enough, to put bro. him in a headlock or some shit <laughs> Jeez. so like uh, since we have a lot of people like uh, creatives listening and artists listening you know we always when we go to the workshops or seminars whether it be at Canadian Music Week or East Coast Music Association we always hear Canada so the second largest infrastructure we don't have a lot of people touring is the hardest thing to do and like there's a lot of you know, you know, reasons not to tour, but it's important to tour. So I want to know, Very. like, how did you guys put this together? Like, with no booking agent, you were able to do this on your own. And so, how did that come together? Man, the power of putting creative minds together, the power of the internet—you really just gotta, like, man, create these opportunities for yourself, straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, like the artists in the city, or who brought us out. It's dope because they're not only creating an opportunity for us, but they're also cultivating a platform for themselves and for the, their scene in their city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, us being able to do this now only opens more doors for other artists to be able to do that and continue to build those scenes. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say it's easy, you know what I mean? Because it definitely is difficult just how geographically dispersed this country is it's mm-hmm. difficult to route a tour mm-hmm. because you there are long hours of traveling and if you don't have the funding to do it it becomes difficult but we had um quake and melissa out in the east coast were able to take care of that end our brethren 
Jefferson Blanco, Jay Blanco, he's out in out west, was able to take care of that, and and then I'm out here able to sort of like piece everything together. So I mean, like the creative aspect of things was the easiest part because that just that just comes from the soul. Like we got that, we put that together. We had this project done since I want to say like January, really. Yeah, we pretty much did this project in like a weekend. To yeah. be honest, we did like in a weekend. We pretty did like much. Yeah. Wow. I came the last time I came to Toronto. I was here for like three days. I think we had two sessions, two like full day sessions. I think we did like seven songs. Or yeah, I, I don't. I forget how many. We the did. only songs we had before that session was. Uh, send them the one featuring Romaine Virgo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that like did in the, 2013. The first half. We did the like first the first half, half of, the of the song. Yeah. Long time, and we never finished it. So we were able to finish it once we got into the studio. Mm-hmm. And in search of a dream, we kind of had it, like the hook and a little bit of the verse, and then we were able to finish it up once Quake came through. But everything yeah. else, like the Tona feature, the the Alfie feature, those are just dudes that they always come through and kick it. Like they're always at the studio at the crib with Yogi and us. So. And we'll definitely get into the album, but let's, let's take it back because you guys are individual uh, artists on your own, yes. KO and Quake. Yes. So tell me the significance of uh, Open Mike Wednesdays at Gorsebrook Lounge. <laughs> Yo. What, what were those times like? Man, that's when why looking I love back? you, Chetto, because you always do your research and you always <laughs> make for a dope vibe, bro. Salute you for that. Uh, Gorsebrook Lounge is where it all began, bro. Like, uh, I went to St. Mary's University. Mm-hmm. In Halifax. In Halifax. Yeah. So that's how I used to you know, sort of get my name out there because I really didn't know any other way. I would go to, like, all the Caribbean parties and shit and and perform at these Caribbean parties, but there was still a bit of a disconnect because I was doing rap, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, When I was in St. Lucia, I used to do sort of, like, these acoustic, unplugged kind of things where it was more reggae and R&B influenced, and that's how I used to sort of get the people into that because there's the disconnect there with hip-hop again. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, when I came to St. Mary's University, I, I started doing that kind of thing at the open mic. And that's how we linked up with Quake because Quake used to come there, have a few drinks, chill. And that's where we really like connected. Yeah, yeah. I used to, I don't even know how I heard about the open mic. I think it was maybe like through my dad. My dad's uh, works at St. Mary's University. He's a painter. Okay. He's a painter there. Real cool guy, like talks to all the students. He loves to talk. Like, you know what I mean? So he's always keeping in tune with what's going on. I think he might have told me, he's like, there's an open mic there on Wednesdays or something. So I I eventually started going and checking it out with like Ghetto Child. I think I performed there with like Jordan before, uh, <laughs> like a bunch of times. So we were go- Jordan, right Jordan Croucher. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. we were going there like, you know, every Wednesday just performing and like every other performer was literally like an acoustic guitar doing covers. So yeah. it'd be like just like the like most chill music. Shit. Then we'd like plug our shit in and be like, all right, everybody turn up. Like <laughs> everyone would just get into it. So it was kind of cool. So I think we did that a couple times. But then uh, one night we were planning on doing it and they're like, there's actually another rapper tonight. So we're like kind of like, oh shit, like there's yeah. a- for another once, rapper? there's another yeah. rapper. Like yeah. this was unheard of. 
<laughs> and so like we were kind of laughing like oh i wonder who it's gonna be like they're probably gonna get up there and just like do a cover of like forgot about dre or something like that <laughs> or and, eminem yeah, or something like, like that. yeah like <laughs> so we didn't know you know what to expect and then uh it ended up being ko and he got up there and just like bodied it and we we're like wow like this is incredible so obviously you know we had to go up introduce ourselves i don't know if ghetto was there that night he probably was he came with me all the oh, time yeah he was yeah i remember that yeah, ghetto was. was there and uh yeah man definitely had to meet him and then we just started working from there did a couple songs the rest is history man two projects later so you know the search there's an initial project called the search self-titled yeah. in 2011 it's out yeah. and people can get that on Bandcamp. what was your intention of like coming together and creating that piece honestly man it's just because like the vibe was right like quake was working on the myth at that time his debut album and we had just linked up and I did, I think, three features on that yeah, album. I think he's on there three times. Yeah, that's pretty big, yeah. actually, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's yeah. that's just off of the strength of of the vibe and the chemistry was dope. And mm -hmm. man, like once we were done those sessions, we were like, "Yo, let's just let's do a whole project." What let's... was the first song we did? What was together? It? Was it the um, Royce thing? Stand alone. Yeah, because I think was I had a, one. I had a feature from Royce to Five Nine, and uh, the hook I had at the time. God love your era smooth if you're listening. <laughs> I wasn't really feeling it. Uh, <laughs> he smooth tried some different type of shit. I didn't like it. And then I just, you know, from hearing KO's voice, I was like, man, he got the grimy voice. You know, he can sing a little bit and and like I maybe just put the little grimy like singing harmonizing hook on there and it ended up working amazing. So then it just uh I think from there I was like, yeah, do you want to do another hook? And then I got and a, we did, uh, another just hook. Got home. And then we did Just Got Home. Yeah. That was like the last song we did for it. So, Yeah, yeah I man. think it's once we shot that video, it was like, yo, we got to do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. so when you met like at the, at the pub, this is when when is this? Like 2009? 2009, I think. I want to say eight? that, yeah. Because okay. I got yeah. there in 2009. You so, got there in 2009. Yeah, we met at the Gorsebrook Lounge originally. Mm -hmm. And then I think we... I had I did the I Wanna Rock freestyle with Littles mm -hmm. and Quake was in for the session too mm -hmm. and then I think that's what really like got us to start working together yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and Quake you said that you were but at that point that you felt like on that first record you guys are still trying to like find yourself as artists is that true? yeah I guess you could say like that sound yeah yeah, yeah. You yeah find our sound and yeah. uh you know just find our way navigating through the music industry with you know just as young men who don't really know that much yet who didn't know much yet at that point yeah and it was just you know just a learning process for everything you know but funny thing is like I'm sure at that time we thought we knew you know what what we were doing and that's yeah. the beauty of the whole concept of mm -hmm. of the search that no matter how far along the journey you get you still haven't necessarily yeah. reached, you know, the finish line. And I still have be no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have man. no idea what you're doing. We're I, gonna definitely no gonna idea. get into things like that. Uh, but Ko, you also said that because you were like when the record came out, you had your own situation. I think I don't know, was it EMI? You felt like you didn't properly yeah. push the search together because yeah. you had so many things. Yeah, it was a, going. it was a, was a dope time for me, but it was very confusing. You know what I mean? I had just linked up with class. I had just signed a production deal. Next thing I know, we're working on this EP. Next thing I know, we're on tour. So it's all great. You know, this is all this is all what it is I wanted. But we also had this great body of work out to search that I really wanted to push. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I just kind of got lost in the sauce. Like, all we really did for it was we had... Um, them download cards kind of thing yeah remember did we have a video i don't even think we had a video did we we didn't have a video no. out or not. we had heavy 
We had oh heavy yeah, out. heavy, heavy. Yeah, that's we true. Had that's true. We had out. one video. But like the joints that really took off was like Go Hard and stuff, and that wasn't until like the summer I came back and all that. But um, it was, it was. I mean, it was, it was tough for both of us because while we did this collab project, we were still both doing, you know, our own thing. Had we known what we know now, then and be able to like utilize all the resources around us and create this platform that we have right now, mm -hmm. I think we'd have been able to do so much more with it. And that's why it was very important for us to be able to come through and do this a mm -hmm. second time, you know, right. With knowing what we know now, being more seasoned as artists, it, it just, we owe that to ourselves and we owe that to the people that, that support us. Yeah, so th the first search was self-titled. This one is called The Search Lost and Found. Yeah. What is the meaning of that title? Like, what's the concept behind that? You know, I guess to me, it's just like, you know, we, we went astray for a couple of years, did our own thing, and now it's kind of like reunited, you know? And it, that's, to me, that's what it is. Um, you're lost, and then you find yourself, whatever you're lo whatever you want to equate it to. I don't know. Okay, yeah. what do you think? I mean, like... That's his title, man. <laughs> <laughs> calling, it, calling ourselves the search, I felt was... A dope way to differentiate this from what we both do individually mm -hmm. so that's why i wanted to like approach it as like we're sort of like a group or a separate entity mm -hmm. and lost and found was just kind of like it made sense because it's an appropriate title for the body of work for the message that we are trying to represent with the music and with this entire campaign mm -hmm. so you, you guys actually recorded this album together it wasn't like most yeah. of it wasn't done over like yeah uh, no we did Dropbox it together three days like yeah it was all done together yeah, yeah. and two, uh two sessions. ko last time i interviewed you i remember like you were kind of discovering the creative process of when you heard a beat like you didn't think too much about it you went in the studio right away you mumbled yeah and like you came up with the <clears> idea that you had yeah and yeah. you kind of did that a little bit with this, I think, Definitely. this project that's as well, too. With, um, that's what happened with the first single, In Search, In of, Search a Dream. of a Dream. Yeah. So yeah. I'm wondering if you guys are learning about that from each other. Like, do you guys pick up things from each other? Or is this, is that, no, that's just what works for you, KO and Quick doesn't No, like he definitely like told that. me about yeah. that. And yeah. that's, uh, that's crazy. Like, I was like, wow, that's an insane idea. And I never, I don't know, I never really uh, gave it a real shot yet. I'm I'm gonna try it on maybe a song that makes sense, mm -hmm. but I don't know if my flow, I don't know if my uh, style allows for me to do that, or if that's a good method for me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely give it a try. Mm -hmm. But I feel like uh, that that stuff will work really well for Ko that method, and as it is shown, you know. So. Yeah. So how well, like what is it like when you guys are in studio together? Vibes. Oh man, vibes. <laughs> so vibes. I don't yeah, know man. what are the like uh, what are the things that gotta be in the studio? Is it like a bottle of henny? There's some <laughs> not champa. Is there some like you know what what's in in the There's studio? A bottle, or I'm not picky. Just a yeah. bottle of anything. Yeah, yeah, we just gotta be sipping. Anything something. brown, yeah. white doesn't matter. Anything, okay. anything, beer, wine, yeah. anything, anything that gets you drunk yeah. and takes <laughs> the edge off. Cool. Okay. Out of kale, you might smoke a little yogurt too. Some, yeah. I, don't, I don't smoke. I don't smoke weed at all. I need a couple cigarettes for sure. Mm. If I get stuck on a verse or something like that, it's nice to go outside on the balcony, look at the city, have a cigarette and think of the next line or whatever, clear your mind. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it, man. Just we don't we don't need much. No, nah, yeah. just the vibe. What's dope much. about having sessions with each other is like the, the subtle, friendly competition. You know what I mean? Like we always have to put our best foot forward because we're both big fans of each other and we know that you know like we do this for yeah, real yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like so that's what's dope about it bring out the best in each other exactly, yeah, yeah definitely exactly yeah. so the, the quality of the music is what's benefiting from that friend cause you're like I'm not gonna let this guy destroy me on this track <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 
Yeah, you feel me? Like, even just different creative ways because, like, man, I, I'd be the first person to tell you, like, Quake's one of the best rappers in the world. Like, I give him that. Like, I'm not trying to out-rap Quake. You feel mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. So I'll do whatever it is I can to, like, compliment the music, like, whether it's, like, dope little melodies or harmonies or, like, I'll just do me to the best that I could do me. Mm -hmm. And I know Quake will do the best to what he does and then that just that's what I try to do like yeah. even, even with KO like his presence is just like you know so so like out of this world that sometimes when you you hear it it's just like okay there's no way that I can beat this type of presence so I'm not gonna try to sit there and like scream louder than him or something yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, not gonna yeah. it's not gonna work like so I'm gonna be like okay what is something that maybe an angle that he didn't cover or something that I could do that is gonna be dope in its own way that will be just as good as this and uh, you know just compliment the whole entire song that's Definitely. exactly what he yeah. said like I'm still I don't even know I'll say this publicly like I still don't think I'm completely happy with my uh, verse on the first single cause when I heard Real? yeah I heard in search of a dream yeah like I, I like it and stuff but like I, I just I did so much flip flopping on that because like as soon as I heard KO's verse like I was like this presence is so ridiculous like from the first line like then no more fucks to give like, <laughs> you know what I mean like, <laughs> so I'm like I, I was like how do I approach this like at first I was like just trying to scream I was like running out of breath like coughing like I was like trying, trying to, to catch up to trying KO. to like work on it. I'm like yeah. alright this is not gonna work so yeah. it's like all right, like, let me just try to do a lot of syllables, I guess. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, like I don't know. I guess that's what kind of worked out with it. But yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. We body funny. that shit, bro. Yeah. yeah, man. So I'm thinking, because it's only seven tracks, 20, like, 23 minutes, minutes total. Yeah. yeah. Like, was there, like, what? Did, did you guys have to cut back? Or did you, was just, like, that's all you can come up with? Or is there, like, 10 more tracks somewhere? Like, what was the process of just putting together seven I tracks? Just, we just felt like less was more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in, yeah. in this day and age, we wanted to keep it very concise. Yeah. Uh, leave people wanting more. Wanting and more, I felt like... Like, you want to play it back. Like, oh, exactly. I, when I listen to it, I'm like, yo, it's exactly. done already? Oh, I want to play it back. There you go. Yes. Yeah. You hit it right And did we... Yeah. Did we cut anything? I don't think we did cut anything. There were a few songs that we didn't finish because we just didn't think that it was like it yeah. would work, you know. Yeah. But okay. everything, everything kind of complements each other on the project. Mm -hmm. I feel like at least for sure. Uh, you said that uh, Ko in, this, in the track "In Search of a Dream" like it took you out of a dark space. Mm -hmm. That came. What would tell me more about that, bro? Just this. This shit isn't easy. Uh, you know. I mean, I'll be real with you. It. Uh, yeah. it, it comes at a lot of dark times in terms of just powering through the struggles the trials and the tribulations and uh, there was a lot of times where i felt like yo this really isn't isn't working out you know <laughs> just um just because i feel like i've been doing this for so long and i want so much for myself and i i tend to be very hard on myself and until that moment real shit like i hadn't felt that good about music until that moment that we did that song and that's what sort of like re-energized me to to do this project with quake and to really get out there and and just take the bull by the horns and really control my own destiny mm -hmm. Fuck with me and they couldn't I was walking with a chip on my shoulder Ghetto had my back back when we were threatening promoters If they ain't had my cash But now it's like I'm getting softer in my old age Either that or I just really miss the old days Damn Yeah, yeah, yeah My favorite track right now is Old Days mm. Oh yeah. my god Oh. And oh. I can say this is because I've been in this 
media yeah. for nine years. Nine years, right? years, wow. Nine years, Crazy. right? The come up show is nine years old. Next yeah. April is the 10th year. So Crazy. like, I know exactly what you guys are talking about from watching artists like you mm-hmm. and also doing this on my own too because I'm in the Canadian hip hop industry, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in it with you guys. Have you ever, have you ever like, I'm sure you have, nine years, I'm sure you have several times, but like, one day woken up or over a couple of a period of a couple of weeks and just be like, man, I don't want to do it. Like I can't do this anymore. Or like you felt like you want to quit. Or- I, I've definitely had like low points. Like, yeah. yeah. Like fucking not believing in yourself anymore or what's the purpose of doing it. Yeah. yeah like what is the, the point of this? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Is it making a difference? Exactly. And like I've had all, yeah, I've had all those feelings. Definitely. Yeah. And like yeah. I, I had it recently as well too. And yeah. I'm like, the fuck's going like because this canadian hip-hop industry is so frustrating yeah right? yeah, really yeah man. um and so that's the reason why that track is really on like wow the, like the old days it makes me think of my old days when i first started out as well mm-hmm. too and so like how did you guys come together to agree on that song like yeah this is a song that we want to make because we both feel like this i think i had uh you had the verse i think first, i had yeah. the verse and the beat and then uh i sent it to uh ko over like voice note or something on the phone yeah and then he just he did his verse. you did your verse so quick i couldn't believe it because it was dope it was yeah. very inspiring it and when just, the music inspires me yeah, bro it's like yeah. mm-hmm. that's what made it so effortless to do this entire project because everything just felt right yeah yeah so like there's like so many lines in this song <laughs> right like ko you're saying i think we should be famous less and human more straight up what is it that is that the whole what in social media aspect to it or or, or what the instagram that and egos or? and everything like we just have to like like we create this facade for ourselves like our public image is not all for i'm just speaking like from observing from a, on a lot of people that mm the image they portray or we portray isn't necessarily who we are and that's because of social media that's because we have the power to create this image now we have this out this power to project what we want people to see or how we want people to perceive us Mm -hmm. instead of concentrating on just being you feel Mm -hmm. me just being human being compassionate being caring being understanding being empathetic being just being even even something that uh kind of like made me think of that was even how we have this Polaroid camera on the uh, on the tour. Yeah. Like you take it, you get one chance and then the picture comes out and then, you, you know what I mean? So it's just like, you get that one chance and that's you in that moment. That's you. It, whereas like, you know, even on social media, like how many of these girls or whoever's taking, taking selfies these selfies, like taking like a thousand and then picking the best one that, they, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's not human. That's not real. Like that's not who, who you were in that moment. I don't know. And that I just find like we get so many chances to like redo stuff and put it out there exactly how we want people to see it rather than just being ourselves and like making those mistakes or being looking embarrassing in front of the world because that's human or whatever it may be you know what i mean like it's human and i feel like people that's just not there anymore yeah Mm -hmm. uh way before the credentials that play tricks on my mental (laughs) (laughs) yeah bro all that goes back to all that goes back to when i just got signed when I just got signed to Half-Life and EMI and then Universal and I'm doing all these things and and those are, you know, when you're a rapper coming up, when you're an artist coming up, those are the things that you aspire for. And once you get it, you, you know, expect certain things and then these things start to like play tricks on your mental. And it's only now in hindsight after going through all those experiences that I went through all these different situations, I could look back and be like, like have had I gone through them things now, it would be a completely different situation because I know 
I know now. I know. I know not. What to do let you know now things. that you didn't know before? That it isn't everything. That I kind of knew that, but at the same time, it, it was still very important to me. Um, like getting signed. Getting signed. Label. Yeah, yeah, all them kind of things. Yeah. Um, now I just understand that it's more so less about me and more about you know just putting vibes out to the universe kind of thing you know what i mean like just putting like we spoke about this on our last shit where like i want to leave behind a legacy i want to leave behind a legacy of of something that made some sort of difference i want to create something that had some sort of purpose back then while i felt like that's what i was doing I was kind of doing it for the wrong reasons. I was still doing it for me, mm-hmm. more so than for the sake of the world, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. And this is a question I want to ask from like kind of like I might know the answer to this, but from a fan perspective, mm-hmm. and Classified is all our homies. Like, oh yeah, shout out uh, Classified. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the most successful, the hardest working Canadian artists uh, out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like both of you have been supported by Classified. You've been, you know, you've worked with him mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Quake. You've been on tours with him. Yeah, yeah. We uh, toured together through class as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, shouldn't more happen, or like in terms of like, shouldn't you guys have been way more popular if one of the largest Canadian artists and most successful touring artists is bringing you along? Or like, how does that make sense from a fan perspective? Like, if you it, yeah. if you guys work with Classified, the most successful, like as a homie, like you go with him. You maybe you might have expected that first when you when yeah. the first time you're going on a tour with classified, I'm like, oh shit. I'm but I think uh yeah. that okay, there's definitely a lot he's definitely has a lot more years on us for one. So he's had time to build that foundation up and, you know, really build that fan base touring the country however many times, thirty times or something like that. Mm-hmm. And two, what I've learned about class, even us trying to work together, like me get production from him or like him produce stuff for me or any aspect of class what i've learned about him is that his formula and everything that he has going for him is very very specific to him so it's like even like his music like his the fan base he goes after or he has is very very specific to like canada or these types of different people or the beats he makes are very 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 good for him you know what i mean and it definitely might not translate into another artist you know what i mean mm, so it, yeah. it's not like an automatic thing like that because you know yeah. ko's a different artist than me i'm a different artist than ko or we're different artists in class so it, i just feel like he has his his thing 100 percent mastered and figured out yeah. but that formula might not be exactly perfect for the next artist you yeah know classes I mean? classes path is definitely his own mm-hmm. you know and and all the love in the world to that man for that. The platform that he allowed us to be able to perform on uh, is still something that has helped me propel. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's definitely been a platform that has been a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. It's just that, I guess, what people expect or what even I expected, you know what I mean? It, it didn't necessarily pan out like that because Class's path is his own and my path is my own. And at that time, too, I was still trying to figure out that. No, path. and that dude has helped us so much. Like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he got the. He got us a video grant to pay for our just, just got, got home, home, the first video we yeah. ever did together. And then yeah. like like I say, he brought us on tours and he still reaches out to this day. He uh, he just hit up hit us up to do a yes, to sir. get on his set yesterday. Let's not talk about it too much because that yeah. might be like a surprise or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not, we won't say where it's at or anything like that. But yeah. but yeah, like I said, yeah, he's helped us, you know, so much. But it's like we said, like, you know, it's just it's not automatic like that. Like uh I don't know. I'm sure there's other examples of that where, you know, um, 
why isn't uh, Roy Woods the biggest star of the world? He's or on even, OVO. Or even a funny thing. Um, when I got signed to class, it was between me and Sunreal. It was actually like a, he was trying to decide between the yeah, two. Yeah, it was a contest, so, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, so Sunreal flew out from Vancouver to mm-hmm. have a session with class. Mm-hmm. And class had me in on the same session. Mm-hmm. We did a song together, I think, with Shaw Claire and, and Mike Boyd that has never been out. We should definitely put that shit out at some mm-hmm. point. But that's how we met Sunreal. Mm-hmm. And that situation didn't necessarily work out for Sunreal, but now look at him. You know what I mean? Like, he has found his path. And his path wasn't necessarily with class. A class's path wasn't necessarily with Sun or me or Quake. You feel me? It's just a matter of, um, like, we're all trying to figure it out. And along the way, mm-hmm. you know, we'll we'll meet each other on the road. But it, it comes down to the search at the end of the day. Like, we're all just still trying to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. What, what, what have you guys learned from Sunreal? Because, like, I feel like... Uh, when everywhere we go came out, like since then he's never looked back. Like he just yeah, kept touring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's like what it States. is. That's what it is. Yeah. His business model, as far yeah. as that, yeah. is is pivotal. It's pivotal, especially in Canada. And um, I think that's what that's what we aspire to. That's what artists out here in general should aspire to to be to be able to create that business for yourself because he did that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No one's gonna be able to take that from him. Mm-hmm. And and the music has has continued to evolve along the way, but that's as a result of him having that solid foundation of being able to tour. Class did that as well. You feel mm-hmm. me? It's just a, a different route now. Then and Cla- and Sun is now you know the prime example of that. So that's essentially what we're trying to do to create that business model for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to hit the road again before the end of the year, straight up. So um, yeah. as the search or individually, as the search. Okay. Yeah. Okay, dope. So, uh, Kwaki said earlier, I still don't know what I'm doing. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I don't know. That was just kind of a joke. But like, like, <laughs> like KO, no, but like KO just said, like he just finished saying, like, we're all trying to figure out the path that's right for us, you know? And that's just what I meant by that. Like, uh, what's that saying? A smart man, a wise man knows, knows he knows not a damn thing at all or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like that's pretty much what I meant by that, which is true, you know? And so what keeps you guys still going? I think just like it's corny as it to say the love of it. Like I love, I love creating new music. Yeah. Like I was I, gonna say the vibes. I, yeah, yeah, I love sitting at home and like maybe having a couple glasses of wine, creating some new music, and then uh, recording it, and then like bringing friends over and showing it to them, or like me waking up the next day and like I wonder how it sounds and playing it back. Like I'm addicted to that feeling, and so I just want to, I want to keep doing it. Like I, I don't know, I just can't see myself not doing it, and so that's what keeps me going. And performing these songs together, like yeah, doing the this tour together, too. has yeah. really like just re-energized me, bro. It's been so electric it's, on stage. It's, it's yeah. needed. Yeah, it's been yeah. so dope, so dope. I, I can't, like anybody who's listening, if you get a chance to come to one of these shows, please do because, yo, it, 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 it we will not disappoint you. Trust me, like the energy that we got together, bro, is just unreal, for real. Like we, we complement each other very well yeah. in a live setting just as well as we do like in these recordings if not even better yeah that's amazing I agree. yeah I agree. anything else that you wanted to say to people who are listening man the search is on <laughs> um if you haven't heard the project yet you could get it at wearethesearch.com yeah yeah that's it man just just get the music if we're in your city come through check out the show and uh there's more to come yeah thank you very much guys so, thank the, you for having the us search on oh, the yeah. come up show yeah, 
Ben's a dream tab. My team here to hate us, but we don't see that. Cause they all on our sacks like Kenny G tracks. But I'm also trying to bring Billy Jean back. So I can flood the world like the Medellin staff. Lean back like Fat Joe. Security will let us breeze through the back door. They know I'm Pablo with this rap flow. Which one? Pick one. Anyone. Escobar. To Picasso. Yeah. But don't paint us with the same brush. As the mother motherfuckers, cause they ain't us. I'm from a place full of people that you can't trust. With his very little hope, but we hang tough. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with KO and Quake, The Search. Uh, let me know what you think of the conversation. Please comment on SoundCloud or on Twitter at The Come Up Show. I need your feedback if you're listening to this. I need your feedback. I need you to communicate with me. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the newsletter. Every Thursday, I send a brand new email newsletter that lets you know what's happening with the Come Up Show contest. There's a lot of concerts coming up that we're giving away contest tickets too. So if you want to win free tickets to a concert in Toronto, make sure you subscribe to that. The link is in the bio. My name is Chetto. Thank you for listening to the Come Up Show podcast. I'll be back next Wednesday. Peace. Thank you.